Welcome to the Death Kit Show. Let's go. Hey. All right. Welcome to the GK Show. Fun music at the beginning. Yeah. Having a good day. Let's start the pod. Welcome back. I am Jeff Keith. I am. I'm trying to do my impression of uh, this guy Clay Travis, a sports guy. I listen to every now and then. That guy's got such a good radio voice i literally listened to two podcasts of this guy talking about college football and the nfl guys i don't follow college football i barely follow the nfl i just like listening to the guy here's my take you know that's a horrible impression i can't even do it welcome back i can't do it i have the i feel like my voice some people used to tell me my voice i had a good voice a good speaking voice no way that guy's got a good speaking voice um Right before I started recording, I banged my knee as I was trying to sit at this desk. Banged my knee hard. What is it about when you bang your knee or you stub your toe and it hurts? Just, yeah, it goes away. It already went away. I already cannot feel anything in my knee. But it hurt bad for about five full seconds, you know? I, I immediately get mad and want someone to blame. <laughs> you know what I mean, is that everybody? When you stub your toe or whatever, you bump into something and you hit your head or you hit, is, and you hit your, I just hit my knee, right? I, I immediately for a split second in my head was like, fuck, uh, nobody, just me. Like it was my fault. <laughs> but in my head I'm thinking, somebody needs to pay for doing this to me. Oh, that's right, I'm by myself and I slam my own knee into the desk. But I'm mad at someone who doesn't exist. I'm mad at no one, I hate myself. So anyways, that just happened. All right, um, I'm very excited to announce I used to have status on so many airlines back in the day when I was traveling nonstop touring. I used to I remember Continental Airlines, U.S. Airways. Those are both gone, right? I think they're are they both United now? I can't remember. U.S. Airways might be Delta, but uh, used to have status on Delta, Continental, U.S. Airways, and United. Like I would just get upgrade constantly, and then all the airport airlines started changing their stuff. Anyways, I finally have status again with. American, love it. It's the only way to travel <laughs> with status. I cannot go back to not having status now um, because I get to do standby for free, same day. So I'm going to try and get home. I come home tomorrow and I have all these options where I can get home sooner. And I would love to get home sooner. I have like an 11 hour just flying, just the just in the air, or just the flights and the layover combined is like 11 hours. But I can get uh, to the airport early. I already worked that out. And then there's all these earlier flights. It looks like, because I'm going th from Tampa to Charlotte to LAX, it looks like I might only be able to do standby for free going through Charlotte, but there are some options, excuse me, just burp. There are some options going through Dallas. And I think once I'm at the airport, 
they'll be cool about that too. Maybe not. Maybe they'll be like, oh, your flight's actually not through Dallas, so then we'd have to put you on a standby Dallas and you didn't pay for it. I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. I don't know. It depends on who you get at the counter, right? They can always help you. Isn't that a, such a funny thing? We all know that they can always help you if they want. So we'll see what happens. I'm hoping to get home so I can see my kids before they fall asleep. Otherwise, I'll just get home late and I can spend any time with them. And I'll have to wake up early and my wife will be like, you're back home, come on. <laughs> what does she always say to me? Vacation's over. She thinks like I like being away or whatever. Vacation's over. Like I'm con If I was constantly going on vacation and not you know, working <laughs> out here, does you think she should just divorce me immediately and I'm the worst father ever? Hey, you handle the kids. I'm going to go on vacation for a few weeks. Just going to gonna take a quick vacay. You take care of the family. Making no money out here, sending nothing back. Just, you know, I like to take vacations. Deal with it. Um, I get no decompressed time when I get home, too. I've had that discussion with Christy. I'm like, hey, look, you know, I travel. I know. I get it. You know, you're slammed out here. I go, just give me like a second to decompress sometimes. Uh, but uh, you can't with kids. You know, you got to hit the ground running. So anyways, uh, here's a couple funny stories. I thought, uh, oh, this one's not much to talk about. I just thought that was funny. Every now and then you see like a something online, somebody posts or whatever, a video and it goes viral or something and everybody likes it or everyone's liking it. It's like a feel good thing. So there was this video of... Uh, Oh yeah, that's what it was. I, I wrote this down a while ago. I know I haven't thrown down a pod in a while, but so there's this video of a uh, a little kid and he, he's trying to shoot a basket and he clearly can't get the ball up all the way. So he throws it, from what I remember, he throws it and then like he kind of like spins around or like his head goes down because he's like throwing it so high. And then, yeah, that's what I think his head goes down and then the dad behind him catches it and then throws it in the basket and like the kid doesn't see that part. So the kid looks like as the kid's looking up, he thinks he made the basket and he's not even close. Like he can't even get it halfway to the net, you know? And then the kid loves it and everything and everybody's all excited about it. So, okay, great video. Who doesn't like those, right? <laughs> Here's the funny part. It said, um, Someone posted it under positive black images they never show you. The dad and the son are clearly Asian. <laughs> like, they're not, they don't even look partially black. Like, they're, it's clearly an Asian dad and an Asian son. So I just thought everything is just, you know, got to be some sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, is are, black, are Asian people black? I don't think so. So it was just pretty funny, you know what I mean, that they... Uh, that they posted that under that, I thought. But it was a really cute video. If you guys know what I'm talking about, uh, you probably you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, check it out if you can find it. Um, oh, real quick, before I was doing my laundry, okay? I'm doing my laundry on this ship, and I go, I put my stuff in the wash washing machine, and I go to eat, and the, wash, the washing machine, the laundry room, whatever, is not like, a, it's not a big room on this one, so. I uh, give it like 20, I eat for like 25 minutes, I'm gone. I come back, it takes like what? It takes like 30 minutes, right? 35 maybe for washing. I come back and it's not even on the rinse or the spin cycle yet. I'm like, geez, okay, whatever. It's gotta be almost done. It's only been like 27 minutes. So I'm sitting there staring at this washing machine for a solid extra hour, almost. Not an hour, no, probably like 45, probably an extra 40 something minutes. And then I'm just, and it's finally spinning, and then it finally stops. I open it, 
they're not my clothes. I was like, what? Oh, I'm stupid. I go, it must have been this one next to it. But in my head, I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure it was this one. It was the middle one, you know, of these three. Then the other one stops. That, like, Mike, it can only be that two. And then by this point, some fucking Croatian dude or something shows up, and he opens it, and the middle one, those are his clothes. I'm like, oh, I guess, sorry, I guess mine are in this one. He didn't say shit to me. I, I was, I did, he might have said something to me, but I did have my earphones in my head. My earphone? Yeah. I was listening to a podcast. So... Then the other one stops a couple minutes later. I open that. They're his clothes. And he's like right next to me. I'm like, are these your clothes? He's like, yeah. And I was like, where the fuck are my clothes? This guy didn't say anything to me. Like, I don't know if he was the guy that took my clothes out, but you would assume because he put his clothes in, doesn't say shit to me. Like, oh, I moved your clothes. They're over here. Then I'm thinking, were my clothes stolen? And there's all these dryers going. And I'm like, what do I do now? I just open everybody's dryer until I find my clothes, which I did. And I finally found my clothes, and then I opened, it was just like, very frustrating. Somebody, I don't know who, probably that fucking Croatian guy, right? Or Serbian, I don't know what the fuck he was. That motherfucker took my stuff and put it in a dryer. What, does he think he's doing me a favor? He put the dryer on a mode I wouldn't have put it on. You know what I mean? My clothes, they might be damaged. Then I open it, and the lint flies all over the place because I had to open it while it's going. It gets all over my black pants. My black, uh, I don't know if they're called sweatpants, whatever. My buddy Sean got them for me. They're from NBA All-Star Weekend a couple years back when they were in L.A. Uh, so then I get all this lint, all this gray, dark blue, gray lint all over my black pants. I had to get that off. And it's like, dude, this guy's just not going to say shit to me. Like, oh, yeah, man, I moved them. It's like, dude, how late could I have been to that washing machine? I put it on normal cycle, and I was gone... From 4.40 to 5.07? Maybe it was 37. I don't know. My point is, I, I know that there's a lot of people in there, so my whole point was like, I'm not going to leave it sitting in there because I know it's annoying people trying to do their stuff. So somebody just fucking took my stuff. I think it was that guy. Piece of shit, that guy. I don't like him. I blame him for me banging my knee into this desk. He did it. There we go. Now I've transferred my anger there. He deserves it, too. What a jerk. All right. Um, this is funny too. Before I get into this story about this Uber lady who I just wanted to slap, <laughs> some people, man, I don't know what it is about people who just think their their job is to give professional comedians jokes. Um, before I get to that, I saw this clip. I don't know, this was going around on Twitter a while ago, a couple weeks ago, I guess. Uh, Tito Jackson was on some. Michael Jackson's brother, you know? He was on some radio show. I forgot which one it was. Oh, was, was it Sway? I think it was Sway in the mornings, you know? Remember Sway on uh, on uh, MTV back in the day? So anyways, that guy's got a big radio show in New York, I think. And uh, he's address Tito Jackson's addressing rumors that uh, his brother Michael Jackson was not gay, which apparently, I love how some people just live in the past so much where it's like, hey man, don't call him gay, dude. Who fucking cares? Who cares if someone's gay, right? I think the bigger problem is, was he molesting children, right? Seems pretty obvious to me that he was. So anyways, he says, uh, this is Tito Jackson's response. He's like, oh, my, like Michael wasn't gay. He's like, and for anyone that said that, I always say, I tell people, leave your wife or girlfriend with them and see what happens. Is that a better thing? Oh, so he's, he's not gay, guys. Um, but he's a bad person. He'll fuck your wife if you're not around. <laughs> what? That doesn't seem like a good thing either. Oh, yeah. Believe me, he's not gay, which is something that's not, in my opinion, good or bad. It's whatever. Some people are gay, some people are straight, some people are bi. Who cares, right? But uh, 
no, he's not that. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna not only say he's not that, but I'm gonna tell you that if you left your girlfriend or wife with them, man, he'd fucking ruin your life. Even if you had kids with that wife, even if you had a perfect family, ooh, Michael would fuck your wife. How about that? Great, Tito. Great, great response to that whole situation. So, all right, now this Uber lady. Um, this Uber lady, uh, I was in Jacksonville, and this lady said, um, I get in the car, I'm not the type of comic, I've been around comics, I mean, not in a while, because I feel like this is not something professional comedians do, but like when I was younger, I'd go eat with some comics, and we're all like, you know, trying to make it or whatever, and uh, some people, so my point is these are like not professional comics, you know, because we're all young and everything, but they were older than me, but they'd go, we'd go eat somewhere, and they'd be like, we're comedians, like they'd tell the waiter, waitress is like, oh, cringe mode cringe 5,000 <laughs> so gross right I hated that um, so I never say that but then this lady was asking me what I was doing on the show I was like oh, I was just working on it like I do everything to avoid saying that so I'm just like oh, I was working she's like oh she kept talking and she's like oh what do you do and when I told her I could just tell I'm like oh man this lady is going to um, not now she's like some people just like when they find out you're a comedian their whole personality changes and they kick it up into some weird i'm gonna show you how funny i am mode it's like dude i don't book comedy you know what i mean like even if you're the funniest person ever you know like what are they looking for are they looking for me to be like you should do comedy hey you're funnier than me i know i'm exhausted right now and you're like this guy's not funny he's just sitting in the back of my car not doing a show for me how's this guy a comedian i got jokes right i don't know what the point is i honestly don't like when i meet somebody who does something which is usually not what i do i don't try and impress them with the fact that i could also do that i think <laughs> you know Oh, really? Like, uh, you're a biologist. Interesting. Yeah, well, I actually know a lot about my own body. It's like, what's the fucking point? Oh, you're a botanist? Yes, I uh, planted some flowers the other day, and I find that the best way for them to grow is to plant them. It's like, I just fucking go, cool, that's what you do? Great. Why did I choose two things that start with B, by the way? And then as I started talking about them, I realized I don't even know enough really about them to say something <laughs> funny, so I just cut it off early. But you know what I mean? I don't get it. I don't get people that... Like oh you're a lawyer you're a litigator oh interesting yes I uh, you're one of you're one of the you're, you do this professionally you've been doing it for 16 years yeah I actually have uh, never lost an argument I'm very good at picking a side and just defending it and convincing other people like I just never do that to people and I don't think other professions really get that even musicians right do music I wonder if musicians get I should just ask some musicians you know oh you're a singer oh you make your living singing. Yeah, well, you know, I kind of kill it at karaoke. I, I wonder if that happens. Or, oh, I used to play guitar a little. Oh, you're in a band? Oh, that's cool. You guys make a living touring in your band? Oh, I, yeah, I kind of, you know, I play some chords. Like, I don't even know how that goes for other people. So this lady, I'm telling you guys a story because her joke sucked so bad. And I also am not one of the comedians. I know comedians who are like, oh, man, when that shit happens to me, I just shut them down. So this lady goes, finds out I'm a comedian. Her personality, everything about her changes. She's trying to make me laugh or something. I don't know. So she goes, oh, she's like, yeah, I used to live in, uh, you know, this lady clearly lives in Florida now. And she goes, I used to live in, where did she say, like upstate New York or something. I'm like, oh, cool. That's nice, you know. And then uh, she's like, yeah. Uh, that, like one winter was enough for me. It snows so much there. I'm like, yeah, I know it gets really cold up there, you know. And she's like, yeah. I always tell people uh, the next time I see ice, it uh, it better be 
someone pouring vodka over it. And then I was like, oh, huh? Like, I literally go, oh, huh? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't actually laugh. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, I got it, you know, huh? And then she's like, yeah, I tell that joke to everybody. She's like, you can use it. And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> and I know comics who have told me when people do that to them, they're like, what are you talking about? Why would I use your joke? Like, you're not a comedian. Like, they kind of do get upset. But I just am like, whatever, let me just get this ride over with. So I'm like, oh, okay. And then, she, this is my point, this is what I'm telling the story. She keeps bringing it up. Like, throughout the conversation, she goes, uh, like, later on, this is not even a long ride. This ride, I think, was 20 minutes? Like, maybe maybe 20 minutes, maybe 22. I think it might have been less than 20. It might have been like 17, 18 minute type of ride. I can actually look it up if I want on my phone, probably, because it's a, it was an Uber. But so, I could tell you guys exactly how many miles this lady drove me. Crazy! So then, like, later on, she's talking about other stuff. Um, at one point, she said to me, so come on, give me one of your, give me one of your good lines. Give me one of your good lines, uh, you know? You must have some good lines. And I just go, oh, no. And I go, so anyways, and I just, like, asked her a question about something that she does because I knew this lady wanted to talk about herself. Totally just deflect that whole give me one. And I, this is the thing. I thought about telling her a joke, actually. I was so sick of people doing this. I'm like, I'll just fucking do this joke. And maybe she'll laugh. Or maybe she'll be like, oh, that's not as funny as my joke. I don't know. And then I just decided, why would I do a joke? Why would I do a joke for her? I don't owe her anything except for the fare. Right? And the tip. We'll get to that in a second. So then she tells me again. Brings up her joke about the vodka over ice thing. And goes... Yeah, she's like, well, don't forget that joke I told you. And she's like, you can have it. She's like, it's tried and true. I swear this lady said this. It's tried and true. She goes, it always gets a laugh. So this lady's telling me that she has tried out this joke and it always gets a laugh. She thinks saying this joke to people in the back of her Uber who go, oh, huh, like the way I did, is getting a laugh, right? And maybe somebody did laugh at it. I'm not saying no, someone didn't. I don't know if I need to explain this, uh... Doing stand-up comedy and saying something that might make somebody in the back of an Uber chuckle, not the same. People who pay to come to a show and they're watching you and you have to do, uh, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever, and like you're the show, right? And they're coming to see that. You can't just walk up on stage and be like, hey guys, I used to live in upstate New York, a lot of snow up there. I tell you what, next time I see somebody, somebody better be pouring some vodka over it. Does she really think like a room full of 500 people, 300 people, 250 people, 400 people, does she really think that's going to like break the room open into some huge laugh? Does she really think she's tried it and true? Like I want to, like sometimes I tell people like, yeah, you should go to an open mic and try that out. You know, like sometimes I will say that, but I was just kind of enjoying the idea that this lady thinks that she has a tried and true stand-up joke. And I just need to tell people, yeah, what? next time I see ice, there better be some vodka being poured over it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even, whatever, right? But I'm still, like, not mad or anything. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Then, here's where this lady really just upset me. I always tip a couple bucks or whatever. I should say, I should say usually, but I usually tip a couple bucks or whatever on, like, Uber Lyft rides. Now that that's an option, why not? You know what I mean? Extra, I don't tip a lot, but, you know, it's not like a when I'm at a restaurant where I tip 20% or something, but I'll tip, like, two, three bucks, right? So this lady, as I'm getting myself, I'm like, all right, well, thanks so much, right? I appreciate it. She again goes, 
don't forget that joke I told you. You can use it. She's like, really don't forget that. And then I go, okay. At this point, I'm kind of like trying to show like I'm a little bit annoyed. Like, all right, got it. And then she goes, hey, and just like you, you know, I work on tips. So, uh, you know, I'd appreciate a tip. Guys, I wanted to, I went, I like struggled with the idea of whether or not I should tip this lady two bucks because I always tip in these situations. Um, especially like, you know, whatever. So I always tip and I was like, I don't want to tip this lady now. A couple things are wrong with that. One, you don't demand a tip from somebody and make them awkward. Two, uh, I don't work on tips. What is she talking about? She said, just like you, I work on tips. What does this lady think stand-up comedians do? I'm not a street performer who just puts a little bucket out and I'm like, hey, everybody, gather around, gather around, gather around, gather around. I'm not Michael Collier from the 1980s or whatever, 1990s. Hey, I got, I'm going to do, do a show. I'm going to do a show, guys. Come on, gather around, gather around, gather around, gather around. And then I just do some jokes and there's like a tip jar or something. No. So that pissed me off so much. She's comparing driving for Uber like that's the same as being a comedian because we both work on tips. No, that's not even correct. So I don't know. That lady really pissed me off. And guess what? I did tip her. I have this weird thing about tipping because I'm Jewish, even though she didn't know I was Jewish and people have the stereotype that Jews are cheap. And I've always tipped at least, I talked to my mom about this the other day. Uh, even when I get bad service at a restaurant, I'm like, the fuck them, dude. They're only getting 18%. Cause I usually tip like at least 20, but it's usually like, you know, ends up being like 21, 22%. Sometimes like 25% depending, right? You know? So, but a lot of people, their normal tip is 10%. So like this person, so I'll get like really shitty service sometimes. I still can't not tip decently, even though they don't know I'm Jewish. Like I don't have a star of David. I wear anything, uh, you know? So it's like, they don't even know. And you know, my credit card, my last name is Keith. It's not like Goldberg or like, you know, Stein something, whatever, right? So, Steinowitz, is there that one? <laughs> Why can't I, I can't even think right now. I can't even think of Jewish stuff. I'm Jewish. So anyways, I, I like, I have this problem where I feel like, oh, fuck them, man. They probably think Jews are cheap. They don't know I'm Jewish, but I'm still going to tip them good to prove some point that's not being proven at all because they don't even know. <laughs> it's the dumbest logic ever that I have. And uh, so I still tip that lady two bucks. I, and, then I, and then I wrote out like a whole, you could write notes, you know, um, like a message to the driver. And I wrote out this whole thing about like, you shouldn't tell stand-up comedians jokes and blah, blah, blah. And uh, you know, it's not, you know, bad. I go, I don't work on tips. Comedians don't work on tips. Like it's weird to like say that to me. And it's also like, just do a good job and people will tip you. I was gonna tip you more. Cause I was gonna tip her more actually. And it's like, I was gonna tip you more, but then like you saying that made me, I almost didn't tip you, whatever, all stuff. I just wrote all this out <laughs> and then I just erased it. I didn't send it. I just like, what's the point? What is the point? You know what I mean? This lady's not gonna learn shit. So I am, <laughs> I am I'm an idiot. And I think the moral of that story is I'm stupid. Um, all right. Oh man, I can't even fully remember this now. I remember I wrote down Bette Midler tweet about Beyonce fans. Oh yeah, Bette Midler, this has gotta be like a week or so ago. She, maybe a week ago. She tweeted that we should get all these, uh, it, you know, Beyonce has like a hundred and something million followers on, you know, I don't know if she's talking about Twitter or Instagram or social media in general. And she goes, if we got them all to vote against Trump or something, 
we could, uh, you know, we could get Trump out of office, right? So let me see if I could find it just so I can get like the actual exact wording of it. There's so many things about that that are funny. One, it's kind of weird to assume that every single person who likes Beyonce doesn't like Trump, just because Beyonce doesn't like Trump. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of her fans don't like Trump. I'm sure a lot of them aren't even into politics. I'm sure a lot didn't vote. Also, let's point out the obvious. She has fans all over the world, so they all can't vote. She also has a lot of children who are fans, and they can't vote. It's like, what the hell is Bette Midler talking about, right? Like, I get that Bette Midler doesn't like Trump. That's fine, you could not like Trump, you know? Uh, however the president is. She tweets a lot. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find this. This lady is just a tweeting machine. Um, two days ago, I'll just like scroll through it. So I think that's pretty funny. She assumes that, you know, Beyonce's fans all just like are a voting age, all live in the country. They're all allowed to vote. And um, they're all gonna vote the way she wants because she said it. So that, that was funny, right? The tweet kind of made no sense. Um, She's just saying, oh, there's all these people, right? Millions, and then uh, they're against Trump. That'd be great. That's like when you start a business, you're like, I'm going to make this hat. And if I only sell a million hats and I make $12 profit off each hat, I just made $12 million. <laughs> it's like, okay, how are you going to sell those hats? You know what I mean? That's, uh, I remember these guys once when my buddy Sean was playing basketball in the Philippines. These guys wanted to like go into some business thing with me. Oh, they, they, they shot like a... Um, an episode of a TV show of me in the Philippines that they said they were going to try and sell out there and I was all on board you know like why not oh, I found it yes yes okay here's the tweet um, and then these guys were like yeah we we're also thinking about doing merchandise and blah blah and they were just throwing out numbers I was doing a lot of colleges at the time I was performing a lot of schools and they go if you sell like you know a hundred thousand hats then we'll all make this and I go yeah, I don't think this is gonna be tough, man. I go college shows; they don't really buy a lot of merch. You know what I mean? They don't have a lot of money, and they're like, "But all we'd have to sell is a hundred thousand, and then we'd all make this." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, you gotta what?" I go, "Who says we're gonna sell a hundred thousand ads?" And they just kept they're fixated on the number of if we sell a hundred thousand, then we're all gonna make this and we'll split it. It's gonna be great. I'm like, I agree. That would be dope. I don't see it happening. You know? All right. So here is. Her tweet, this was on September 19th. So yeah, a little over a week ago, I was right. Um, Beyonce has 133 million Instagram followers, more than double the people who voted for Trump. Wouldn't it be amazing if the Bayhive, Beehive, I guess that's right, <laughs> mobilized to defeat him? I also wouldn't mind if a regular Beehive fucked his shit up. All right, so whatever. So then there's the, here's the like, other funny part, besides the fact that those numbers, those Instagram followers are all over the world. Some of them are children. A lot of them are probably children. There's probably a, some of them. I don't know what percentage, but some of them probably might actually want to vote for Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean, they also just like Beyonce's music because she has a lot of really great songs. Um, so anyways, and then there's a lot of problems with this tweet, right? But then... A bunch of people made it a race thing, which I just fucking love, dude. I love when people who are trying to like virtue signal or something, they just get eaten by their own. Uh, so here's just like some of these responses. Hi, white liberals need to stop pressuring black people into saving us. Black women are already very invested in the party, even though the party has often abandoned them. It's not, okay, whatever. Um, you could have addressed this message to Taylor Swift. Okay, so all the response, this just shows like everyone's dumb. So Bette Midler says it like all these people can vote and all of them would vote the way she wanted or whatever just because they're fans of Beyonce. Then there's a bunch of these responses where they're saying 
about black women weren't the problem because white suburban women or something voted for Trump. Everyone's throwing out their statistics, right? Do you, are, are people retarded? Okay, geez, well, the R word. <laughs> like, you can't, what is that? You can't, you think all of Beyonce's uh, fans are black women? I got news for you. Beyonce has all ethnicities as her fans. Beyonce has all genders as her fans, right? Male, female, if you guys think there's 50 whatever genders or whatever there is. I'm telling you, Beyonce has fans from probably everything. You know what I mean? There are white Republican dudes somewhere who when a Beyonce song comes on like, this is one of my favorite songs. You know what I mean? Like people are just stupid about other people and it's it's kind of it's pretty sad. So she shoots this dumb thing. Um and then all this stuff is like people going, where are all the other ones where people are just like, oh, we're not the problem. What and like Taylor Swift's fans. Are all Taylor Swift's fans white women? Like what there was there's a multiple tweets about that, like, yeah, it was white women who voted for Trump. So you should get Taylor Swift's fans because what, they're all white women? They're all a voting age, they're all in the United States and are citizens and all you know, they all uh voted for Trump like I don't think all Taylor Swift fans <laughs> voted for Trump I don't think all Beyonce fans voted for Hillary I don't think all of both their fans combined voted <laughs> so and I don't I know for sure they all can't vote and I know for sure they all aren't citizens that are even living anywhere near our country uh, the United States so such a stupid tweet with so many girl responses or so many girls I'm sorry so many dumb responses here's a uh, this person wrote wouldn't it be amazing if you and y'all's hashtag white girl hive mobilized them trifling white women that voted for that asshole instead of asking black women to swoop in, save y'all from yourselves. Thanks. First off, Beyonce campaigned, I'm pretty sure, with Hillary Clinton. So you can't be saying she's asking Beyonce to help because Beyonce already... I think Beyonce, I know Jay-Z, right? So Beyonce and, yeah, Beyonce and Jay-Z definitely, like, performed at fundraisers for Hillary Clinton. So, what? <laughs> this tweet makes no sense. These people make no sense. So they already support, supported, at least in 2016. I don't, I, I haven't heard anything about Jay-Z and Beyonce flipping into Trump supporters. So I'm guessing they'll probably, you know, either not be involved or probably will be involved because they seem to be involved last time in uh, whoever the Democratic candidate is, right? So, the person who wrote this, by the way, what is, what is she, I can't even tell, uh, I guess, I mean, yeah, she looks like she's probably, like, half black or something, I don't know, this is exhausting, these people are just like, oh, and then the beehive, right, it's gotta be beehive, right, they really don't like when you say anything about, I've heard about this, like, I'm not social media savvy about Beyonce's followers, but I've heard that the beehive comes for people, right? So there's like a bunch of people tweeting at Bette Midler with the little bee emojis, which are just hilarious. All right, so I mean, I think you kind of get the point. Um, yeah. Sometimes it all shows her and her friends. Oh, here we go. This person wrote, uh, Dominic Williams wrote, being black means hyper visibility, and Beyonce's is arguably the most visible is argu arguably the most visible black woman in the world. It's time to explore the anti-black reasons y'all always choose her and her fan base to antagonize. Meanwhile, y'all let Taylor Swift be exempt from social responsibility. Why does everybody assume that everybody who's famous, who they like their art, whatever, whether it's music or comedy or acting or whatever, whatever they do, that 
like I like what you do, so you must agree with me politically. And then sometimes people get mad when they don't. Like if you're a athlete or a or a, a musician or a comedian or something, and you have like political opinion, like some of the fans are like, just lost a fan, just lost a fan. It's like I'm gonna teach my kids this for sure. This is one thing that I think everybody needs to teach their children. If you enjoy somebody's music or their comedy or you, you they're, they're your favorite athlete, enjoy them for that. Do not idolize them. That's why I am not into idolatry at all. Like, I've met people who, obviously a lot of people who are famous, some of them I feel are very good people, some of them not so much. Like, just because you are really good at something doesn't mean you are a great person or like, you know, whatever. And also no one's gonna agree with you 100%. Like, all your favorite athletes aren't gonna think the same as you. All your favorite musicians aren't gonna think the same as you. All your favorite actors aren't gonna think the same as you. And you can't be butthurt <laughs> if they don't. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, so. Oh yeah, this this lady, oh, this is not the lady, this is the guy, sorry. Uh, Torraine Walker, wouldn't it be even better if white women stopped expecting black women to clean up their messes? After all, 53% of y'all are why we're here. This is all so gross, everybody is just thinking of people as groups. And that is my least favorite thing. I was talking to my buddy Sean the other day, and Sean's, his ethnicity is all over the place. He's uh, Jamaican, Filipino, Jewish. He's like, can't, depending on where he is, people are like, are you Mexican? Sometimes people are like, you kind of like, what are you, like Indian? Or you like, you know, what are you, like Middle Eastern? Like people can't tell, right? Um, and then so, and we were talking about that. Our, dude, we both, just like the lumping of a group and assuming that they all think and live the same lives and they think exactly the same, so annoying. But I, I don't know, man, I think a lot of people do live in places and they're never really exposed to, um, you know, just other people. And then some people are exposed to other people like that are, you know, different ethnicities or something or different races or different religions, but they all think the same politically because that's where they met or something. And then they all live in like a very, you know, certain type of area. And then they think they know what everybody thinks too. So it's, it's all very weird. Um, so, okay. I was watching, this is just super funny. I'm watching, I'm flipping through the channels and I, I landed on what I thought was a cooking show, right? Charles Oakley, who's a former NBA basketball player, very played for a long time, played on the Knicks. Uh, I think he also played on the Bulls, played on the Raptors. Like, this guy was around for a long time. Uh, pretty sure he'll be a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Um, maybe not, but he's a really good player. Charles Oakley's known for, like, being a tough guy uh, in the NBA back in, like, the 80s and 90s. So Charles, Charles Oakley is on this cooking show, from what it looks like, with this other chef, and they've got this thing called the Copper Chef Black Diamond, right? And it's like different pots and uh, pans, and they're cooking stuff. And then he has, um, you know, uh, he had like some former boxers or current boxers and former NBA players and all these different people that would try. They would both cook something and then they would in the thing and then they would try and say like, oh, whose dish did they like better? And I'm like, oh, this is a pretty interesting cooking show. Like I didn't know Charles Oakley had his own cooking show, and uh, it's, it's pretty neat. Like he brings in all these like you know, ex-athletes and stuff, and then it kept switching, like, and it was going real fast, too, and I'm like, I don't, I don't really know the point, like, I guess they're just seeing, like, if Charles, is this, like, man versus chef, Charles Oakley, can he beat this chef, right? Turns out, guys, I was watching an infomercial for, like, 12 minutes before I knew I was watching an infomercial. <laughs> Charles Oakley and this, I guess, celebrity chef came up with this thing called the Copper Chef Black Diamond, 
and you know it's one of the every infomercial for pans cooking pans they, they're all non-stick but this one's non-stick and it looked believable and i kind of want to get it because i invested so much time in it but we don't really need pots and pans we got all that stuff but uh it looked good and they're always like look it's made out of diamonds like th that's why it doesn't stick because it's diamonds and it's so dense or something if it's really made out of diamonds how am i getting it for four easy installations of 1995 plus shipping and handling i don't know how that works diamonds my i have diamond pans and it cost me 80 bucks for a full set can't be a lot of diamonds right okay let me see did i get through all this stuff um Oh, here's something that's just like, I don't even have something funny about this, but my wife loves award shows. Not loves. I was going to say loves because she doesn't like sit down and like she's not, make, she doesn't make it a point. But if she knows one's on, she'll kind of put the TV on that sometimes. And I cannot stand the red carpet stuff, right? Because it's just so nauseating. It's just some person and they're like, oh, 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 guys, look who I got. I got so-and-so. And then they just, you know metaphorically suck their dicks it's so clear they're like oh you look oh you look so good what are you what are you wearing that's everything like oh your show or your movie or whatever yeah i guess it's the emmys your show your show so important so important and then they turn to the camera this lady i think it was maria Menu. i don't even actually i don't think it was maria Menounos. i don't know who it was i don't know these people but she looked familiar she would turn to the camera and go guys if you haven't seen this yet, you got to see it. It's so important, right? Like, oh my God, I just want to blow my noggin off watching that, right? So anyways, the first person that, whoever this person grabbed, I was so happy we were saved by the fact that our neighbor, who's uh, got a little girl, is the same age as my daughter, she wanted to play, so that we ended up going outside and playing. So much better than watching the red carpet for effing Emmys, right? So... Uh, the first person, this is just one of those things that I, I cannot stand when people are purposely misleading. Okay, if you don't know something, fine. You know what I mean? I could, I could hear something. Some, we hear stuff all the time. We're like, oh man, it's crazy. No, that's not right. And then, you know, maybe always like just do a little bit of research. Okay, here's my example. So Laverne Cox, um, who is the transgender woman. That's, she's a woman, but originally a man. I think it's trans woman. Yeah, it's not a trans man. Yeah, trans woman. So Laverne Cox from Orange is the New Black. Um, she shows up first uh, on the red carpet, and she's with this little like flamboyant gay dude who's got little white guy, and he's got like a a, a big necklace, and it says trans, and it looked like on his uh, what do you call it? His uh, the cufflinks, uh, cufflinks. Yeah, it looked like he had these really big cufflinks. I think those also said trans. I think they both said trans. I don't know. Looked like he was about to go fight crime. He looked like a little trans superhero or something, right? But uh, anyway, so this little guy. So he, so Laverne Cox immediately goes like, "Oh, we're like immediately just jumps into like this political thing about like we're trying to bring attention to Title Seven, um, you know." And then he, she's like, "I'm here with so and so. I forgot the guy's name, but she's like, he's a lawyer." at the i think she said the aclu and she goes he can explain better than me and i'm like all right and i'm, I'm like all ears right like what's title seven what's going on you know <laughs> what are we bringing attention to let me let me have it uh and the guy goes so this always starts off so this administration is trying to make it so you can just um like employers can just fire employees for being lgbtq and that's it just for being who they are and i was like 
I don't know, man. This administration, like that sound, Donald Trump is in the news if he like says anything weird. And so the fact this guy's, oh, so, so then the guy goes, and this is like the Supreme Court is, you know, uh, arguing this case like right now or something, or they're gonna be arguing something like that about Title Seven and if it covers like LGBTQ people in this administration, like he's doubling down on the fact that the administration just talking about Donald Trump, like the current administration, I think he might have said the current administration or something. They're trying to make it so this is a thing. And I'm like, that's not, like, I'm not the smartest guy, but that's not how Supreme Court cases work. Like, that's one thing that really bugs me when people think, uh, like, whoever the president is gets in a room and they're like, hey, call in the Supreme Court judges, the justices. Okay, hey guys, here's what I want you to discuss today. Cases, my understanding, and definitely email me, it's in the show notes if I'm wrong. Case it, if you know I'm wrong, don't just email me if you're upset uh, and you think I'm wrong, but you didn't look it up yourself. Cases get kicked up to higher courts. You know what I mean? Like if I lose a case against my employer, say I'm gay and I think my employer fired me because I'm gay and I sue. And then, you know, they say that court was like, oh, you know, like either they couldn't make a decision and they kick it up to a higher court or I appeal it to a higher court if they make a decision against me. And then it keeps going up and then eventually cases reach the Supreme Court. Eventually the Supreme Court's like, hey, we'll step in. So like long story short, I was like, man, because even Laverne Cox and this guy, I forgot his name, were, they were saying like, yeah, and this isn't getting any attention. And I'm like, how is that not getting attention? If, think about it, guys, whether you hate Donald Trump, like Donald Trump, whatever. If Donald Trump was trying to make it so gay people could get fired just for being gay, like he was trying to make that a law, don't you think CNN and MSNBC would run with that a little bit? So um, I could see someone like Fox News being like, oh, this is a non-story. But like, don't you think the other outlets, that CBS and ABC and NBC, like, don't you think they'd all talk about that? Like, why would that be ignored? So I looked it up because I don't, I'm not familiar with what Title Seven is. So basically, I read from the American Bar Association website, which this took me three minutes, by the way, to look up. It wasn't hard. I pulled out my phone, looked it up. So I found the American Bar Association website, and they were discussing what is being litigated. And I don't remember it, and I can't pull it up on my phone right now. But basically, I don't remember all of it, I mean. But basically, there's three different cases from three different states. These aren't even all from the same state. One of them I know was, uh, I remember, was uh, somebody was... Um, they had a lawsuit because they, they said their employer fired them because they were trans. They informed their employer they were going to transition into the other gender. I can't remember which way it was going, boy to girl or girl to boy or whatever. Um, and then they were fired, I guess, and they felt they were fired because of that. And here's the thing, guys. Like, just take a step back. I have no idea. I don't. Maybe their boss is a bigot and was like, fuck that. I'm not having any trans employees. I'm firing you because you're trans, right? Or maybe that person was a bad employee. You know what I mean? Maybe they were like... They were late the last six times to work and the boss was really cool about it. And then they, the day they told him, you know, oh, like, by the way, I'm gonna transition to be trans. They're like, all right, cool. And then they were late again two more times. The boss was like, you know what? You're not a good employee. Or maybe they fucked up at work. Maybe their register was already always off. I don't know. Or maybe the employer is, you know, fired them and they shouldn't have fired them. The point is just because somebody is something doesn't mean they were fired because of that thing, you know? I'm Jewish, that doesn't mean if you don't like me, you hate Jews, you might not like me, you know what I mean? Maybe I said something you don't like. Um, so anyway, maybe I don't get a job. Did I not get a job because I'm Jewish? Maybe, maybe the boss hates Jews or the, 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 the employer hates Jews. Maybe I just fucking wasn't the most qualified. Maybe I didn't have a good interview, you know? So anyways, I'm not saying discrimination doesn't happen, I'm just saying you can't just say 
it happened just because somebody is something that could be discriminated against and is discriminated against sometimes. So anyways, I read this American Bar Association website, and as far as I know, guys, I don't think that's a biased source. That's not right-wing or left-wing, right? American Bar Association. So they're just explaining that these three totally different cases, or totally different cases, but similar, um, all were basically being combined so the Supreme Court can discuss, like, uh, basically what Title VII actually covers. Does it cover this? Does it cover that? So that's what the Supreme Court is uh, apparently arguing. And I think they're making a decision. Maybe they already made the decision now. Or maybe it's maybe it's coming up soon. I know it was coming up soon. That's why Laverne Cox and this guy are trying to bring issue to it. My point is, that guy, he's a lawyer. He just lied. He just there's nothing there's nothing on that website that says the Trump administration or even there was no reference to anybody in the Trump administration like you know administration official so and so or you know there was they didn't mention anything about the executive branch in that whole thing it was just like oh these are these three cases here's what happened in this one here's what happened in this one here's what happened in this one the Supreme Court is now going to you know they've all been combined and kicked up to the Supreme Court so the Supreme Court can discuss and argue and figure out what title 7 if, if, if these cases are covered under title 7 right that's it so this guy just looking at the camera going Donald Trump is trying to make it so gay people can get fired for being gay or LGBTQ people can get fired just because they are LGBTQ, oh, fucking lie. The guy just lied to the camera and he's a lawyer, so I'm pretty sure he knows he's lying. And that's just like a bad person, man. I don't, I don't like that shit at all. You can't just, if you don't like somebody, like I don't care at all. I'm not a fan of Trump. You know, I'm not a fan of anyone running on the left either uh, for the Democrat. But like, you can't just lie about something like that. And I, the thing that's sad is who would believe that? Like, if that was really a thing, I feel like a lot of people would, though, right? They just hear that and they go, what the fuck? That's horrible. Like, that shouldn't be a thing. Oh, there's Donald Trump, you know? Like, it's just a lie. Like, I can't stand that. So, um, yeah, that's, I don't have anything funny about it. <laughs> I just think it's, you know, there's just argue people on the merits type of thing, you know? All right, I'm going to go try and order a Copper Chef Black. I honestly thought that this podcast was going to go for... 10 minutes and then now I'm already at 45 so uh, I will be cranking out more as uh, you're going I know I took a little short break there I got back in towns with my kids a lot and just very exhausted at night and all right so I'll be back oh yeah if you haven't yet please rate the podcast five stars leave a review it really helps I see people have been doing it really appreciate it uh, tell a friend I try and make it a fun listen I know sometimes I talk about things like that just annoy me I didn't have much funny to say but anyways if you just take 10 seconds and rate it 5 stars really helps leave a review takes another like less than a minute appreciate it guys thank you thank you for listening to my daddy